Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. (laughs) Yay! I'm Haley. And I'm Gina Marie. Hello, everybody. Hey! You know what? I just really love that we're doing this every other week. I feel like... I mean, I don't know if our listeners feel this way, but I feel like our content is stronger. I feel like we are more inspired. What do you we think? We are feeling it. What do you think? We're feeling every two weeks. Do you like it? I love it. Okay, I good. think it's great. There's something that Gita Marie and I both live very fulfilling lives. We are busy a lot of the time. We, really we have are. schedules that are all over. Usually our schedules are opposite. We have yes. opposite schedules. And, uh, you know, part of the reason we did this, you guys, is because we're also really committed to having a, how do I say this? People say it like a work-life balance. We just call it balance. You know, balance. It's very important for Gina Marie to get time with Rob, for me to get time with Everett, mm-hmm. for us to get time outside walking our puppy. Is a, time together without the podcast. Time for yoga, time for teaching yoga, time for doing all the things mm-hmm. we love. Our nails. Yes. Getting our nails, tan. getting acai bowls together. <laughs> and so this really allows us the freedom to do all those things. Oh, I love it. So I'm also loving it. It's great. I think we're phenomenal. And we are going to get right into it because we what sure we're are. talking about today is a little controversial, Pretty a little controversial, a little edgy, and it's a hot topic. It's Has a hot been topic for a while. It still is. Yes, and I sense it's going to be for a long time. So Haley called me today, and she was like, "Let's think about what we're talking about." And so we started thinking, and then she. Drop this on me. <laughs> and then I started talking and then I was like, wow, we need to actually pause this conversation and record it. So will yes. you tell everyone what we're talking about? Yeah. So we, what we are talking about today is, uh, well, abortion. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. What? There it is. And really the, the debate around abortion right now. Wow. And so what happened today is there was a bill signed in Alabama that really is a very strict bill that is, uh, I, I believe it's one of the strictest in the country. Oh, wow. If I didn't just say that already. And what it does is it leaves no wiggle room for anybody who is, well, to be honest, has been raped, mm-hmm. has experienced incest, incest mm-hmm. who has... Uh, really been through any hard times. I think the only thing it allows for is if the mother is in grave danger of dying. Health, like health-wise. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's one of the strictest ones in the country, and people, of course, are debating it. Mm-hmm. Because across America, we pretty much have two sides. It's pro-life, which says, uh, mm-hmm. basically, if we're going to think about it in black and white terms, it says there should be no abortions. Mm-hmm. If you're pro-life, it says no abortions. Pro-choice means that women should have the, the, the chance to choose mm-hmm. whether they want to keep or abort a baby at a certain term. And you know, one thing that Gina Marie and I were talking about on the phone earlier is that one of the things is that it's not really a black and white matter. No. It seems to be very gray. Mm-hmm. And I think to think about it in just pro-life or pro-choice mm-hmm. is it doesn't really capture the whole, just the whole scenario. And everything yeah. that goes into that, because I can, um, I can't imagine. And abortion is such a, 
I don't know. Maybe there are people out there that would argue it's black and white. Yeah. Yet for me, that just doesn't seem accurate. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a household where it was black and white. Like my family is very conservative and very religious and it, there was no wiggle room. And I, I'm very curious. I'm going to visit my parents this weekend and I actually want to have this conversation because I want to see if they've shifted at all from mm-hmm. how I was, how I was raised. Um, and so I remember when I was like in sixth grade, I wrote a paper on um on pro-life like that was we had to pick a controversial topic and that was my topic and the older that I've gotten the more I realized that there are so many situations and um moments in one's life where having the choice is necessary Mm -hmm. and um specifically when I think about women that have been raped or like you were saying earlier like incest or something like that I mean having to go through with that pregnancy and that birth I mean I think I really do feel that if we were to if this bill were to pass Mm -hmm. and let's say that the whole country were to pass a similar bill I think that that we as women, it would be like grave danger for us. Mm-hmm. Like there would be, I think, because people are going to do it, right? Yes. And then the the health risks, mm-hmm. and I mean, it just makes me very nervous to think mm-hmm. about what could happen as of the backlash of this yes. for women. And being a woman, that makes me very concerned. And the reason for me why it's so tricky is because, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like the idea of mm-hmm. abortion. Like when I think about it, I don't like the idea when I, when I, when I first think about it. And then I have to kind of go back in my thoughts and specifically what you're talking about when I look at it with a choice, like seeing it through the lens of a choice, then I realize, oh, okay, uh, this is a real situation and a, like a dire situation and we need to talk about it. Yes. At the very least, it needs to be discussed. It cannot be yes. something that just older white men decide on in the Senate and, and the top that's of that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Is I uh, Haley showed me a picture, and it's it is all men that are that are deciding on this, and that for me, I, I don't think is is correct. And I definitely don't think that if you were to get one, that someone would what was the what was the consequence if they if you were there was so in Alabama they are what they're trying to get and a lot of this is really trying to overturn women's rights to even have abortion right to take it all the way to the supreme court mm-hmm. so that they overturn um really what is it called the precedence that says women can have abortions in the first place right and what they're saying though in this bill that they just passed in Alabama and it was a female governor that signed it and passed it Yet she is, you know, and her argument is that every life is precious. Every mm-hmm. life is sacred. And I, I don't disagree with that. Right. Either. See, that's why it's hard. Yes. I don't disagree with that either. Yet what they're trying to pass is having severe penalties for doctors who perform abortions. Mm-hmm. And in some cases more severe than even rapists. I saw that post today. You know, that there are different, yeah. it's like, okay, well, let's start that. looking at this a little yes. more in depth. If, um... They're, they're trying to pass a bill that also says if women have, uh, and there's a lot of, I mean, there's some in Texas, mm-hmm. that there are multiple different states across the United States right now are putting across bills and putting in, what is it? I, I don't know exactly the legal term, and if that's Everett, he could tell me all about this, but the legislature mm-hmm. that's going through, that's trying to be passed, 
is saying that women having abortions, if they have an abortion, that they can serve up to 10 years in prison. Yeah. If they have an abortion, Ooh. they can be, might be subject to the death penalty. Like wow. it can be punishable by law up to the death penalty if they choose to mm-hmm. abort a child. And it just seemed, you know, there's all these like severe, uh, severe mm-hmm. consequences that are putting in place. And what a lot of women are saying, and this is my experience, what women are trying to say and what people are posting on social media and speaking out about is that it is a much more complex situation right. than just black and white. And if right. I get an abortion, there's that there could be reasons beyond that are like uncomprehensible by anyone except me. Mm-hmm. And so that shouldn't be punished by you, man, right. white man over here who is, and this is something that gets me real fired up and that I understand and yet I don't understand is that I am definitely white mm-hmm. and privileged, mm-hmm. which means I came from a family that if I got pregnant at 15, 16 or 17, my parents would probably give me a real speech about how they were disappointed in me right. and then say, we're going to take care of that fucking baby. Right. Ooh, drop the F-bomb. Sorry, families. Got excited. <laughs> this is a um, controversial podcast. Controversial coming. episode coming okay, at you. Okay, come on. But they'd be like, you know what? Okay, we're going to do this right. We're going to raise this baby right. right. Because we had the means to. Right. Because we were fa- financially able to. Because we lived in a place where that was possible. Yes. And what what I can start to see and like understand. Because I too, like my personal view, I don't know. Based on the circumstances, how I grew up and as I am right now, mm-hmm. that I could have an abortion. Mm-hmm. Now, had I been raped mm-hmm. or involved in any other kind of instance, I might have a different viewpoint mm-hmm. on it. Yet, from my upbringing, which is white and privileged, I don't see that I could have an abortion mm-hmm. personally. Yet, I do support the right to choose because right. what I can see is the perspective of somebody else in poverty at 16 years old without with like a single working mom working all these jobs with other siblings to take care of that happened to get pregnant mm-hmm. even not through rape or uh, right or any other ways but simply standing right here looking at their future in poverty not having any means to support the child not having anything like that really considering the choice to right abort the baby for what it is right now what all the laws do up to a certain point in the pregnancy right right when the baby is no longer until the baby is not viable. Right. And so I can start to understand that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's one I would choose, yet I do think that there are a lot of factors mm-hmm. that go into it beyond simply the choice to have a child right. or not. And, I mean, it is, it is our bodies, and it is strange to think that someone else could tell you what you could or mm-hmm. couldn't do and, the, and then provide consequences for you, mm-hmm. especially when you're a, an adult. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's exactly what you're saying, too, is that something in our, in our system or something in our society is, um, is the problem, and I don't think the solution is um, banning abortion. Right. I think that what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier is that there needs to be um, better education mm-hmm. for young girls. And 
more than just don't have sex. That's Mm -hmm. not working. It's never going to work. So there needs to be something else. And um, (laughs) I'm just giggling because we were biologically made to have sex. Oh, and you know what my doctor said? I shared this on the episode that our that our time is fifteen sixteen. Yes. Literally, biologically yeah. wired to have sex. We were designed to have mm-hmm. sex. And and our prime time to do it is when we're in our teens. Yes. And it's when we're most fertile. Right. So our biology is literally like, hey, hey, hey. Right. Reproduce, reproduce, reproduce. And our mind is not No, there. it's not prepared for no. that yet. And so it's exactly what you were saying. And I was reading an article earlier that also, you know, there's all just this legislature going through that saying ban abortion, give people consequences. And that's the way to fix it. And what they were saying is why don't we put into place not only, because I'm totally aligned with more things about contraceptives, Mm -hmm. giving people access to sexual education, things. And that was the whole, you know, the controversy around Planned Parenthood is they tried to make it like there were just this abortion clinic and Planned Parenthood attempted to say, no, we're not. We do a lot more. We do exams. We do STD Birth screening. Control. We give away free conduct. Like, yeah. there's so much that they give. And, you know, my health insurance, even on my health insurance, I was on a certain birth control for a while. It was 70 bucks a oh, month. Oh, I know. I know. I went right back to my doctor and said, excuse That's me. That's a whole nother conversation because it's right. so unfair. Ridiculous. So I got a different kind and $10 a month now. Yes. Yet under Obamacare for a while, it was free. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... Okay, why are we making it so challenging for people to get contraception? Yeah, get the protection. Like they need. we're we're noticing there's a problem, and we're just going to punish people, mm-hmm. ban something. But what do you do when you ban something? They ban alcohol for a while. You see how that turned out? Like it's good, like you're saying, it's going to happen anyways. And then that's the scary. That's the scary side. Right? It's like it's doing it underground. Yes. And I think of these young girls going somewhere, like with with. I don't know, people that are telling them that they can solve it. And, and, yes, and it's just, it really freaks me out. Well, and that's what, I don't think I said this. The article I was reading too was saying, well, why don't we pass um, more laws or more, like something that would support requiring counseling prior to getting an mm. abortion? Like, yes, support you it know, in a different yes, way. Yes, support it with um, that, you know, of course, minors have to have consent of the parent. Right. Or, um, like anybody has to at least see a counselor and talk it through and then wait, I don't know, even 24 hours to 48 hours before they have the procedure. Mm-hmm. If that's something that's, and I know that gets muddy when you get to the the certain point where you can no longer have it. Right. Yeah. And I think things like that would at least be additional educational tools and support rather than just punishment. Yeah. And we understand, listeners, we understand that some of you are going to come from the stance of... Um, absolutely pro-choice all the time, every time, every day, all day. Like we understand that. And some of you might go on the swing on the other yeah. way. Of and say pro-life. Pro-life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, and we're just sharing our opinion and your opinion is okay. And that's another thing that Haley and I are really committed to is that Haley and I have similar, similar opinions and we also have different opinions mm-hmm. and that doesn't get in the way of our friendship and, and in the way of us having these conversations and supporting mm-hmm. one another and trying to understand what each other is yes. feeling. Um, it, it's a, it's really, it's a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, it has me, uh, 
Well, I, I just feel very sad for, for women right now. Mm-hmm. I feel very sad for women, and especially for women who um, that was their only option. Mm-hmm. And um, that is because I know that there are women out there yes. that's their only option. Yes. But that is the and thing. girls, and, for that right. matter. And, uh, you know, I read a post the other day. I don't know if I can find it quickly. Um, I read a post and it was talking about how, like, it said something about there, like, okay, abortion is not a part, like, it's not a party. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes having it. Mm-hmm. They're acting like people are just, like, freaking popping abortions like it's no mm-hmm. thing. And I don't know, like, there might be individual cases where that may be happening, where people Mm -hmm. are taking advantage of the system in that way. And my guess is that most 90 plus percent of them are not. I can't imagine what it would feel like. It's probably a horrible process. It's physically challenging. It's emotionally devastating. And so if women are having abortions, I can imagine the majority of them are having them out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Like this is... And not the, either the only option or the only option that was viable at that time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to be able to do it in a way that brings them really to a place where they have choice. And choice yes. over their own lives and over what they are creating. And, and, and I think at the root of all of this, what's important to remember is that we already have abortion laws. <laughs> the ones they're trying to pass right now just make it stricter. You know, and really are trying mm-hmm. to... Uh, you know, in my experience, control women, control what we do or what we don't do. And really having the, and I don't say this a lot, but like having the government having control over what we do individually of our bodies, Mm -hmm. of our choices, of our families, and really of our futures. And, you know, we already in, in America and across the world have we already have an issue with adoption and already because I think part of the argument too is like, well, just have the baby and then give it up for adoption. Mm -hmm. Yet, you know, there's a lot of women that they can't work if they're pregnant, you know, it's like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm a single working mom and I can't, Mm -hmm. I literally can't go do my job if I'm pregnant. Well, and I mean, I, I don't know a ton about adoption right now. However, I do know that it is a really hard Mm -hmm. and long process to even, Mm -hmm. so get get it a, a child so there's yes. something there that is not really working either right well there's already so many children in the system and in the adoption system mm-hmm. and trying to foster care and trying to do all that and you know oh knock knock we're on to something oh, is yeah, we uh, are. you know and and so it's it's they're just i don't know i think it's the hot topic issue and people are trying to push it through for their own agendas or to have control or to just say they did something. And it's something that we need to take a deeper look at and on a holistic level. I think to scare Mm -hmm. girls really, I think that's another, another thing Mm -hmm. that, that is, um, like the, uh, one of the reasons behind it. Um, and we're speaking as two women who we have not had that experience. Mm -hmm. And so we're just better trying to understand it and support, the other women in our lives and mm-hmm. if you're somebody that has insight in our opinions and you want to share them with us we are Please open do. we are Please open do. to listening we would love to connect with you and what we're really attempting to do with this knowing that it is a, a hot subject is just keep the dialogue going mm-hmm. same communication stay in conversation 
do what you feel you need to do, whether it's posting on social media, talking about it, doing all sorts of things. Yet I do know that change has to come with us. Yes. And as women, we have to be the ones that are talking about it. Yes. We have to be the ones that are having conversations and helping one another and supporting one another. So it needs to start with us. Even if we um, don't necessarily agree, Mm -hmm. Um, we need to support one another. And I think where we're both standing right now is that we don't think that this bill should pass. Mm -hmm. And, um, And we are here to listen and... um, to love on all of you. And we love you And guys. each other. And each other. And our puppies. And our puppies. And our puppy bears. Thank you so much. Well, you guys, let us know what you think. Oh, wow. Send us your thoughts. Talk to us on Instagram. Talk to us on email. Yes. Inspires. We love you guys, and we thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.